The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Welcome to the Thursday edition of the Source of Truth podcast. And we're so glad you're with us on this Thursday morning as we come to the end of our week and we spend some time together in God's Word. Thanks again for joining us. Hope you had a great day yesterday. Hope your week's going well and hope you're looking forward to the weekend. Uh, We're in the book of Colossians and this morning we're going to finish up the last uh, couple verses of chapter 2. So we've been in this for a couple weeks and we're going to be working our way verse by verse through this book. And so now we're at the end of chapter 2 and we're kind of picking up and we are picking where we left off yesterday, but the, the theme still kind of rolls its way. The theme of what he started, we talked about yesterday in the first couple verses, rolls its way through to the end of these last few chapters or last few verses of chapter 2. So he says in verse 18, don't let me beguile you with all of these other fake things. And we focused our attention on the beguiling. We focused our attention on the idea that in a desire to do things a certain way, that can become the divisive thing. We can, we can be divisive over things that God never, in, never really put Scripture, never intended to be a big deal. But then we move on to the next step is, as he talks about how these created traditions, these human things, these, these positions that we impose, God never put on, God never gave to us, we impose ourselves, religion imposes church, custom cultures, whatever or whatever be, impose these things, um, those are divisive. He goes on to say, we really need to understand that, frankly, those things limit our liberty. We've been given freedom, and we've been given freedom to do certain things, but we've got to be careful that we don't add to our Christian walks, I mean, God never intended us to add <clears throat> placing this weight that just becomes often overwhelming. So he continues. So he finishes talking about all these extra things in verse 19. He says, what happens when we follow these other beguiling things in verse 19? He says what we're not doing, not holding the head from which all the body by joints and bands have nourishment ministered and knit together, increasing in the increase of God. We're not, we're putting our, we're putting our value, we're putting our spirituality all in our, what we do, what we don't do, standards, positions, whatever the term you want to use. We feel good because we do these things or don't do those things. And he goes, what we can do is we can find our such Christian identity in all of these extra things that we're not looking to the head. We're not finding our identity and our source of strength in Christ alone. And because we're not finding that in Christ alone, um, we're missing the true nourishment that he says comes from these things. And we're missing out. We're not being ministered by him. All the, like he said, kind of like ligaments that come down to us and knits us together. It increases all of these things from God. We find our Christian value in these things. And when we move away from them, we can miss out. That's a very important aspects of it. So here's what he says in verse 20, continues to kind of explain really the liberty that we have through Christ and what God never intended this to become. Verse 20, because wherefore, if ye be dead with Christ in the rudiments of the world, now that's a question, and he's saying, if you be dead with Christ, what he's saying is, if you've truly been saved, therefore the old man that had control of you is, no, is really dead. They're no longer in control. Um, and you're not really following the ways of the world. Because those old things are gone. If you're dead with Christ, and you're also dead from the rudiments of the world, from the traditions of the world, because why, as though living in the world, are you subject to the ordinances? Then he gives a list of what he's talking about. Verse 21, touch not, taste not, handle not which all things are to perish with using. Here's what he's saying, that there is a, what what he's saying, there's a list of in different religions, and this can happen, um, 
and your extreme Orthodox, Catholic churches, things like this, these, these I, we put away, don't do this, do that, all these extra things. Really, they're, they're kind of human sacrifice. When I say human, i got to be careful if I say this. We're sacrificing certain luxuries. You know, I won't eat this, I won't go here, I won't do this, because it makes me feel more spiritual. And please understand, what happens when we get into this battle of liberty is we get in and what happens is some say, well, if I don't have these list of things I have to do, then I'm just going to run and I'm going to live in a whole life, horrible life of sin. Uh, we've got to be careful that it's the Word of God that directs us in that area. And so uh, just because we live in liberty doesn't mean that all of a sudden we're going to live in sin. There are a list of things that God has told us to stay away from. And if you're submissive to God and in His Word, then you can live that way and stay away from them, and yet still enjoy liberty. And sometimes we have this option, I have to do or not do these 10 things, or I'm, I'm sinful, and that's not always true. And he goes, so there's a list of things that the world has told us to stay away from, but really what he's saying is religion has told us to stay from. These extra things that we talked about yesterday, these extra traditions, religious, whatever term you want to use, these extra things have been added to grace. Now, I'm not talking about added to grace for salvation. We use that term legalism. Legalism is a term where you add works to salvation to get saved. Um, I use the other term called cultural legalism. I'm saved, but I add all these things to grace to be a good Christian. And if I don't do these things, I'm not a good Christian. Yesterday we talked about that. All these other really good things I do to be a Christian, I do them, and if someone else doesn't, I can judge them for that. And that's where the divisiveness comes in. He is saying that I don't need to be engaged in this cultural legalism where, okay, the church tells me this or this or this, and I need to act a certain way and, uh, and to, be, to be Christian, to be a good Christian. I'm saved, but I'm not a good Christian unless I... Don't do these things or I do these things. And again, I'm not talking about things the Bible tells us to do or not to. I'm talking about things that churches or religions add on to the Bible, culturally legalism. Culturally, the church says these things are wrong. I don't do those things. Those, that was never intended. So don't do this, don't touch this, don't go to these places. And yeah, there's some things we shouldn't do, but there's, there's some places we've been told not to that God never intended us to stray away from some of those things. He says in verse 22, after these commandments, after the commandments and doctrines of men. That's what they are. We're staying away from certain things after the commandments and doctrines of men. They can't really prove it in Scripture, and so they're kind of running with things, and it becomes their view. Um, sometimes, you know, in, in all kinds of different religions, the preacher can get up, and they want to have some kind of heavy hand on the church, and so they put all these things down. If you're a good Christian, you'll do this. And, and the fact is, it's not for the pastor to establish that. The pastor is to teach and preach the Word of God. The Word of God establishes that. Now, I understand from the pastor's perspective, sometimes, you know, we want to guide the people in the right direction because where they're going is wrong. And so we can do those things. There's places where we should do that. But what we should be guiding people to is back to the Word of God, like things like this, so that you're not trying to decide, Pastor, is this right, is this wrong? But what does the Bible say about? And I believe with all my heart that if you're growing in Christ and reading the Bible and trying to grow, the Holy Spirit's going to show you. There was a gentleman years ago, new to our church, got saved. He came in, sat in my office, and he made this comment. He goes, so I've been reading the Bible. He goes, and so if I'm reading this correctly, I'm in big trouble. And what he had done in just a couple months of attending church is he'd read certain things in Scripture which pointed out that certain things he was doing was wrong. And when I, when I looked at that, I no one had to tell him that. But that's healthy growth in Christ. So that's what we, the Word of God, getting in the Word of God and growing in discipleship is so important. So what happens? This is in verse 23. Which, these, which things have indeed... Here's what he says. Here's the problem with these extra requirements above and beyond salvation, above and beyond the Word of God, which things have indeed a show of wisdom, that they look really good, and will worship. They're choosing to do certain things. Humility. They neglect 
the body. They say there's certain things I won't do. I neglect certain things that I, I, I think I should, you know, it makes me look good. And not in any honor to satisfying the flesh. They, they choose. Now, there are times that God tells us to fast. And that's a biblical thing. That's what I'm talking about. Here, here's the premise. Well, you know, I'm never going to drink coffee because coffee's evil. Okay, I'm using that as a sarcastic thing because most people don't do that. But you understand where I'm coming from. I'll never go here. I'll never do this. I'll never I mean, participate in certain things. And the Bible says nothing. I mean, there are certain things the Bible speaks about that we need to be careful with. But, you know, I'm talking the Bible doesn't say it. It's something the church has added. And it sounds really good. And we say, well, I'm never going to do, I'm never going to participate because my church does this and that. And, and these extra shows of, of sacrifice and things of that nature, and they're just they're, they're, they're opinions of men. They're not biblical. So the premise we come down to is God has said in our liberty that we don't have we're not limited to the restrictions of another man's opinion. We are in obedience to the commandments of God and His Word. And as we grow in Christ, there are certain things God says do, certain things God says don't do. That's just the way it is. And then we mess it up. We go to God, ask for forgiveness, and we keep going. But that's not referencing this. This is referencing things that there's the Bible and all that God has, and then there's things we add to it to make us feel super spiritual. That's not biblical. Uh, it would be cultural legalism. It's wrong. And so I would encourage us to remember that we have liberty in Christ. And sometimes we can feel so restricted by this super spirituality that we forget that there's things that God told us in the world we can enjoy. And we need to be careful that we don't add to what God has already given us. And when we add to what God has already given us, we miss the liberty and much of the freedom that God has given to us from His Word. So may we be in His Word, which is the greatest way to grow and be able to decipher and follow the Holy Spirit as to what it is that I should do and what it is that I shouldn't do. Let the Holy Spirit be the guide. And if you're truly striving to know what that is, then I believe He will truly let that be clear in your life. Well, thanks again for joining us on this Thursday morning, giving me the opportunity to be part of your day. Greatly appreciate it. Hope you're doing well. If we can be a blessing, encouragement, or even just pray with you about something, feel free to reach us, reach out to us here at the church. Our website's bensalembaptist.org. Uh, if you're not familiar, local to the area, and our phone number's there, we'd love a chance that we can to just listen to you, maybe pray with you, and maybe be an encouragement. Thanks again for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.